think about someone you are playing chess against. You're playing a game of chess against somebody. And that person is unfortunately colorblind. Now, this is the example I'm going to use. I mean, absolutely no disrespect to people who are actually colorblind, but it is a great metaphor. So think about playing chess with someone who's colorblind, right? And you move your pieces, right? Your pieces are black, your opponent's pieces are white. But because your opponent is colorblind, sadly, they cannot see the difference between or tell the difference rather between the black and white chess pieces, right? Therefore, they cannot tell the difference between your pieces and theirs in some cases if they get confused or they lose focus or something like this. Now, let's apply that same principle and metaphorical thinking into what is occurring today, which means that you and I, us and them, everybody, every human that is part of the regular working class, just the average person, we are fighting the same problem. However, we are on opposite sides without realizing. What do I mean by this? This is exactly the plan. And I'm not trying to fear monger and say the elites or this or that, but those at the top are trying to keep us colorblind to the chess game that is really being played against ourselves, all right? So let's jump right into Operation Chariot. So first we need to understand what sleeper cell time bubbles are. Now sleeper cells, as most people would imagine, are essentially groups of apparatuses, individuals, people, what have you, that are essentially metaphorically asleep, meaning they are not operational until activated, right? Now what if we apply that, not to a person, because sleeper cell agents have occurred before, whether they're Russian, Chinese, what have you, American sleeper cell agents, anything of the sort, particularly during the Cold War would be a good example, which many of you might refer back to. However, we then need to understand what if we can apply this to not time travel, but adjusting and pausing time. So we then have to understand and think what is time? Time is the perception in which we give it. The only reason why we look at the clock and say, okay, it's time for me to wake up, time for me to go to work, time for me to go to sleep is because this is the system in which our minds are mentally ingrained into. Now, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but let's take a step back and look at the much bigger picture here, right? So first off, we need to understand that time bubbles, particularly ones that are sleeper cell time bubbles that have been augmented across every national air force base, essentially, not just within the West, but around the world are bubbles in which can completely pause time, which gives the deception that time outside of that bubble is moving forward for whichever individual or individuals are within that bubble. But it is the complete ultimate trickery and deception of neuroplasticity. Now you might say, what is the to have to do with one another. Well, first off, let's take a look at medicalexpress.com. New scientific study shows brain injuries can be unbroken by innovative neural technologies. Now, this is what neural technologies can do. However, before we jump into that, let's first understand what neuroplasticity is. So neuroplasticity is the ability of the brain to form and reorganize synaptic connections, especially in response to learning or experiencing or following energy, so, following injury, sorry. So neuroplasticity essentially means your brain can repair itself after a physical injury, or it means that as you're learning something, it makes more connections. Now, the question then becomes, how does it know to make those connections if the connections never existed before, right? Well, this is what can be very, very interesting if we apply this to a neurotechnological standpoint, and if we apply this to many other things as well. However, when someone enters this time warp bubble, this sleeper cell time bubble, right? What we're gonna see here is that neuroplasticity 
is refrained from actually being activated and being admissible within the human brain. Why is that the case? Because when you enter these time bubbles, because of the perception in which our minds have been so ingrained to understand and perceive time within this, not society, but within this human geopolitical and economic system and financial system, we have become so narrow-minded that our brains will not learn or repair themselves when in these sleeper cell time bubbles. And this is one of the most important things that can occur because if these time bubbles can be pushed out onto vast amounts of cities or things like this, no one will ever know, which means that our brain will not be able to learn, nor will it be able to repair itself, nor will any technology be able to further that if we are within this time bubble. Now, you might be saying, okay, Dave, what does this have to do with so many other things? Well, Let's jump now to OPEC, right? And you might say, okay, how did you get to OPEC? So if we take a look at OPEC, first we have to understand what OPEC is. It is the organization of the petroleum exporting countries in an intergovernmental organization of 13 countries. Essentially, all the major countries that produce and, and frack oil and things like this, that's what OPEC is, right? So you got Russia, Saudi Arabia, Canada, United States, all the major countries, Nigeria, things like this. And so when we take a step back, what we have to understand is that Operation Chariot has been used for certain instances and meetings, not just in the United Nations or the G20 summit, because that's a little bit different. We'll get to that in a second, but particularly with the NATO and OPEC meetings. Why do I say this? Because, and I'm not saying this is a good thing, nor am I saying it is it a bad thing. Whenever the United States gets close to forming, <clears throat> excuse me, some type of an arrangement or deal on a multinational and international level they need a step up they need an edge on everybody not just through blackmail and things like this not just through covert spy operations but they need an ace in the hole they need that magic card metaphorically and so what is that magic card sleeper cell time bubbles and so what happens here is that without even knowing and in the case of the Havana syndrome too we can see that this is evident direct energy weapons are used to form such time bubbles so that the neuroplasticity within the minds of these politicians during certain negotiations are being used without even knowing so this is not even fifth dimensional i would dare to say sixth dimensional warfare because fifth dimensional is more information based now you could argue that yes neuroplasticity is the reassemblance of information and things like this however when we take a step back we have to also realize and come to the acknowledgement that these sleeper cells are being used against world leaders all the time. Now, maybe this is not a direct, implicative, noticeable occurrence, but it is certainly something that is occurring. Now, I'm not saying this happens all the time. However, when we look, for example, at the Havana syndrome where Canadian and American uh, representatives at the Chinese embassy in Havana were allegedly uh, attacked with DEW weapons, we could argue that this was a form of a time uh, sleeper cell time bubble that was used for neuroplasticity to not work. And this is the key because neuroplasticity was only recently discovered. Now, I would dare to say that on the secretive level, particularly within the deep underground military bases, there are tons and tons of experiments like this. And I would dare to say that we as humans on a secretive level have mastered this type of technology and this type of science. Now, it's also interesting to understand because when we look at this, we're noticing many different factors play into into different um 
into different operations here, let's call it, because if we take a look at the lee lines or the ley lines as they call it, we'll notice that a lot of the intergovernmental and multinational agreements and meetings take place where these lee lines just so happen to be. Now, lee lines do tend to generally fluctuate. However, the general magnetic frequency and electromagnetic spectrum of the Earth is that of which is generally solidified because of the uh, circular, you know, shape of the planet, right? However, when we have when we look at this we also notice that there is also a spiritual grid that helps these lee lines fluctuate and i'm not going to get onto that too much however when opec and nato meet and i'll get to nato in a second these sleeper cell time bubbles may be used from the united states against other countries such as saudi arabia and russia in order to suppress the ability for these leaders to excel mentally and gain a strategic edge but this could also be used against the United States as well. And so we have to be very vigilant at what's occurring here. And I'll provide some samples shortly. However, before I jump into that, I do want to also talk about NATO. Now, what is NATO? It is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, also called the North Atlantic Alliance. It is an intergovernmental military alliance between 30 European and North American countries. The organization implements the North Atlantic Treaty was signed on, 4th, on April 4th, 1949. And quote, this is according to NATO's act website nato.int so we need to understand something we need to understand that these sleeper cell time bubbles are in fact being used and harnessed as a justification internally for the intelligence community to constantly always have an enemy or a foe or an adversary and when you have a foe or an adversary you then provide money to non-governmental contractors such as oh i don't know the ones within the military industrial complex you see where I'm going here with this? And so it kind of goes full circle. The ability to harness such weapons and create some type of international accessible reach to these world leaders through these sleeper cell time bubbles is not unrealistic, particularly when you have agreements where countries trust one another or agreements where countries are completely reliant on a larger country. In one case, look at the United States. Look at how many smaller countries rely on them, right? And this could be a good thing, but it could also be a very bad thing. And it really depends on how this type of sleeper cell time bubble information, technology, and weaponization is harnessed, right? And so this is one thing that seems to not serve much of a purpose in the sense of NATO being around anymore, because when we look at it, OPEC is a bit of a different story. But when we observe NATO, what we're going to see here is that NATO always needs an external foe. Now, one could argue, yes, Dave, you know, this is something that Vladimir Putin and other world leaders like Kim Jong-un and others say all the time. And I agree 100%. Just because these people are allegedly ruthless killers and all that doesn't mean that all of their points of view should be neglected. I have to say that this is the unfortunate situation with the, the mainstream media within North America. And so when we look at this, we have to say to ourselves, OK, how much of this is actually being used to harness some type of negative implementation? And how much of this can we actually ascertain the veracity of? Because if we can prove that this is occurring, we can understand why certain strategic plays take place. Because there are certain things, guys, if you notice, that occur that the United States does that make you think, don't you think other countries would counter such an attack? Don't you think that other countries would have the ability to get involved and create some type of peaceful arrangement? Well, a peaceful arrangement, even though that's what they're saying on the public front, is not always the case in the private sector or the, the private level. My apologies. Now, the next thing we need to understand and we need to look at here is an article from ABC News. This is from January 5th, about five days ago this year. 
and it says u.s air force deploys airmen drones to base in romania now which base in romania are they speaking of multiple romanian bases which is fine i mean there's nothing wrong with that if they're partnered this is one thing okay however if we take a look at the romanian air force 57th air base and I would like to thank a gentleman by the name of Clay for bringing this up to me in an email just before I did the episode. What we'll notice here, according to Wikipedia, is that the Romanian Air Force Base was an air base located near Constanta at the Mihal Kogal Nisonu. I apologize if I butchered that. International Airport. The base was disbanded in August 2004 due to the Romanian Armed Forces Reorganization Program and the retirement of the MiG-29s, which were based there. Now, if we take a end quote, that's Wikipedia. Let's take a step forward now to RomaniaInsider.com, which is something the mainstream media will not report. We'll see here. Romania plans to spend 2.5 billion euros which is, I, I imagine, north of 3 billion American dollars, to rebuild military base at NATO standards. Now, you see how this comes full circle with things like NATO, things like OPEC. This sleeper cell time bubble technology is being used more often than we think. Now, the next thing about this is that one of the first whistleblowers who has reported this type of interference and this type of mental deception and realization of this sleeper cell time bubble was in this Romanian Air Force base that was allegedly shut down in 2004. Now, if we also take a look at the COVID relief package, which is, again, ironically, north of 5,000 pages because the people who really wrote these things and really funded the money to push for these new legislations and donations and contributions from the United States government knew that a lot more people were going to be looking at this bill, so they made it super long and super excessive in terms of quantity just so that people would have a tough time reading through it have been able to implement and donate money that goes to this Air Force base through the COVID relief bill, by the way, that was shut down in 2004. So if it was officially shut down, why is it suddenly being rebuilt now to NATO's standards? And why is it that the, the United States Air Force is deploying airmen drones to bases in Romania? Now, I'm not saying this is the base that got shut down. Not all of it, because again, that would be way too obvious. But we have to look at the big picture and think how much of this is actually occurring here within this Air Force base and why is it happening? That is the ultimate question, guys. Why? So here's what we know. Let's recap this. We understand that neuroplasticity is the key to regenerating after a physical trauma or event or some type of unfortunate occurrence. It is also the key that occurs within the mind and the, the connections that are made within the brain when the mind and the person as an individual, when you and I are learning learning new things. In fact, it may be happening to you right now as you're watching this video. And so we have to understand that these sleeper cell time bubbles harness neuroplasticity. Okay. The next thing is that we have to understand that these sleeper cell time bubbles are mainly not used on regular civilians thank God, but they are used in NATO and OPEC negotiations, particularly by the United States because they have such an influencing uh, dominant control and they feel that other countries are vastly inferior. On top of that, it is also being used within military air force bases, according to multiple whistleblowers within the Romanian air base. Now, why Romania? Nobody would think to look there. Let's face it. I mean, it's just one of many countries they could have selected. Now, the question then becomes, why is it being used as, at an Air Force base? Is it being tested so that maybe the, these reports of these military soldiers, these whistleblowers, are going, were expected to come out and reveal this so that they could find the leak in their technology or the, the I guess we could say, the key that unlocks the door so they could patch up these issues within this technology? We then have to ask ourselves, how, what forms this? 
where does this technology come from? Now, we can argue this comes from many different things, such as zero-point energy technology, anti-gravity technology, because once you master that, you can essentially create force fields, um, you can distort time, you can do so many different things here. And so we understand that it is used for a multitude of purposes. However, we don't know why. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know all the answers as to why I can understand the NATO and OPEC scenario because they want to gain leverage. And this is nothing new. If we look at Edward Snowden, he even said, even in his, uh, the film that was based on a by Oliver, directed by Oliver Stone, we'll see that this was used all the time in terms of surveillance to spy and gain leverage on other world leaders for blackmail and for negotiations to gain advantages when it came time for the real serious issues. And so we have to take a step back and look at why all of these things are occurring. Why is this happening? Why are these natural disasters occurring in the same general areas where these distorted sleeper cell time bubbles have been reported by leakers and whistleblowers to occur? That's what we also need to ask ourselves here, guys. So please let me know what you guys think. Operation Chariot is something that really excited me to report on. And I think that there's a lot of connections to be made here. Subtle connections, but significant ones. So again, let me know what you guys think and we will catch you tomorrow. Cheers.